Could Sam Howell be a first-round pick in the 2022 NFL Draft? And what does that mean for your Dynasty rosters? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Give the show a follow. Follow us on YouTube. We've got lots and lots of action in the weeks to come. We're heading up to the NFL Draft, and we are here to get your Dynasty teams all prepared for those rookie drafts. We're starting in on the quarterbacks, right? A, a couple of days ago, Matt and Ryan, they got you prepped with Malik Willis. Well, we're going to follow it up with the discussion on Sam Howell today. Marcus, uh, just give me, I say Sam Howell, give me your first word. Uh, you get one word, gut reaction, go. Back up. <laughs> so, okay, we, we've done, I, I tried to calculate this this morning, about 150 shows together uh, doing this podcast. And I've really enjoyed our friendship and how the podcast has done so far. But this is the day that that probably friendship comes to an end. Because oh I, think, I think we're going to have some very, very <laughs> differing opinions about Sam Howell. That sounds like a threat. I, right. I'm just going to be straight up honest with you. That sounds a little bit. <laughs> Uh, a little it's bit, maybe a little bit of hyperbole, but that's okay. So let's talk about Sam Howell. Uh, let's you... talk about Sam Howell, the man, 6'1, 218 pounds, uh, like quarterback out of UNC, three year starter. Uh, those are the basics. Yeah, I mean, at this time last year, if you were to look at some draft twitter mock drafts you might have seen him inside the top five and you might even have seen him inside the top one right there was a lot of people that were excited about sam howell and what he could eventually become i didn't love what i saw from him this season i was a little disappointed he's currently quarterback five on dynasty league football but i'm gonna ask you this do you believe he can be a franchise quarterback in the nfl um all right, that's a little bit of a loaded question. Uh, so Do you I, think, I think he can this... be a top 20 quarterback in the NFL? I think so. Uh, I, I think so, but I, I think uh, he obviously, like every other draft prospect in this class, he needs some polishing for the NFL level. I don't think he's uh, – I think he's one of the more pro-ready quarterbacks, but – uh, when you're talking about him immediately stepping into that role and sort of being that franchise guy, I'm not sure that he is. Um, but I think he's got the the physical tools and the attributes that could make him uh, in that position to be a franchise guy. Um, Can we talk about the good stuff? Let's let's be positive to start, right? He does have three years of production at North Carolina, right? That's great. You like to see. Was an immediate more, starter as a freshman. Immediate starter. Um, he averaged for his career 9.2 yards per attempt, really good. More impressively, the rushing numbers are great. This year alone, 828 rushing yards and 11 touchdowns. Is he going to be a dynamic runner in the NFL? We can debate that, but the college rushing production is outstanding. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things that I love about his rushing production is that 
uh, he did have a lot of this rushing production, uh, like plenty of scrambles. Uh, you know, we saw mm -hmm. plenty of scramblings, but uh, when you look at his actual designed rushing attempts, very productive. Uh, so in 2021 tied for the 19th most designed rushing attempts for a quarterback right behind our superstar Malik Willis ranked third in rushing yards or sorry, tied for 19th most designed rushing attempts tied, uh rush for the third most yards among quarterbacks, second most yards after contact ranked second in missed force tackles. And that's all on his designed rushing mm -hmm. attempts. So not uh, like just taking out some of those scrambles that might, uh, you know, translate to be a bit more fluky at the NFL level. Um, but I, I think when you look at what he actually was uh, producing on his designed runs, that shows you that despite the fact that he's not some sort of mega athlete, uh, I think he's tough. I think he's able to get, uh, you know, some of those yards withstand contact and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, 11 rushing touchdowns, got a nose for the end zone. The fumbling, as is with pretty much every rushing quarterback, though, a little bit of a problem. Yeah, I, I don't worry about the fumbling too much, but I, we should also mention, I think he's a pretty good thrower down the field. Like, I think that's his best trait. When he's got a clean pocket, he can deliver the ball down the sidelines and he can do it pretty accurately. I've seen some people question his arm strength. I, I don't get that. I think he's I, got a... Plenty There's no question for me. Right. The, the arm is plenty good enough. There's a lot of other things that we could knock, but that's not an issue. So I guess if you look at it like that and you're just checking boxes, arm strength, yes. Production, yes. Uh, you know, rushing production, yes. All those things hit. I just have a lot of other questions about his game that I don't necessarily think translate to being an NFL starter. Marcus being picky, check. Yes, I am. I am very picky, um, and I'll, I'll explain why. Because I think <sighs> there's a very fine line here between being a franchise quarterback and being a backup, and it's sometimes it's just one or two little things that happen. And I think draft capital is part of it. If he was a consensus top five pick right now, I think I'd be a lot higher on it because you're just going to get chances after chances to to prove yourself, right? Mitch Trubisky is a great example. I don't know if Hal is a significantly less prospect than Mitch Trubisky, but because Trubisky was the number two overall pick, he's going to get a lot of shots at being a franchise guy. And we're already seeing it now in Pittsburgh, right? He took a year off in Buffalo, and now he's a starting quarterback right again. If Sam Howe falls outside of the top 20 picks or is a second-round quarterback, then we know the leash just isn't going to be as long as somebody who has a higher draft capital. So my curiosity lies, and Marcus, I think you can probably provide some more insight to this. If we were talking about him as a top five pick in the 2020 season, what is it that people saw in 2021 that has changed the way that he's perceived among this draft class? Um, obviously, like this draft class is nothing to write home about in terms of the quarterback production. Yes. I mean, I, we saw a mock draft from Bucky Brooks where we didn't even have a quarterback taken in the first round. Now that's not going to happen. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But I think the, the fact that that mock even is circulating is a testament to what this quarterback class is and just the overall lack of hype um, and, and the lack of just investment in this class. Everybody... 
you know, we, we have plenty of quarterback needy teams who are making it to all the pro days, but you haven't really heard outside of maybe some of that conjecture that I'm sure the Detroit lions were putting out there themselves that they might take Malik Willis at number two. I think that's more of a ploy to just, you know, get the egg somebody up, trade up. Sure. Like, sure. I, I don't think any of us really have all of that faith. So what happened between last year uh, and this year where Sam Howell just kind of fell off? Because like, yeah, how does he if go you from look being... at the stat sheet, it doesn't really translate. Yeah, so how does he go from being a potential top five pick to not even drafted in the first round at all? It's a really good question, um, and we're going to answer it right after this break. But we're going to tell you guys about Bet Online. After months of playing, college basketball has determined that the top teams for the Final Four uh, are here, and will, that will determine this year's national championship this coming weekend. Bet Online remains the best spot for all of your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all of the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so how did Sam Howe go from a top five pick to maybe not a first-round pick? I think a lot of people were projecting him to get better, and you just didn't really see it. You actually saw a pretty big drop in production. The completion percentage went down from 68% to 62%. The yards per attempt went down from 10.3 to 8.8. He had more interceptions this year. Uh, North Carolina's team just didn't perform very well. They didn't win as many games as they did the season before. So typically, NFL front offices, they like to see that linear progression. right? They, they want to see a quarterback getting better and better. And after Hal lost a couple of players on that offense, including Javante Williams and Michael Carter, he took a step back. And I think people are wondering now, is he just kind of a product of a really good offense two years ago and he's not able to elevate his team? I think that's some big concerns. I, I think that's fair. Uh, looking at what he did in 2021, though, uh, the only quarterback that managed 3,000 or more passing yards, 800 plus rushing yards, I, I think, you know, we're, we're maybe – I don't know. I feel like you are being harsh a little. Or when I, I say see, you, no, I when I harsh, say but... you, I think it's uh, just sort of uh, everybody. He threw a touchdown pass in every single game of his career. You gotta love that. I think what we've seen from Sam Howell is, uh, it, I, I don't know. I, I think. So I'll, I'll give you a couple of my other concerns. First of all, the height is a concern for me. He is six foot and five eighths. And there hasn't been a ton of successful fantasy quarterbacks under that height, other than Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and even Drew Brees was technically a little bit taller. So, and Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, both really good athletes. Kyler, obviously a better athlete, right? He also took a bunch of sacks in college. And that's something that translates to the NFL. His sack rate is going to be the highest ever for a quarterback drafted in the first two rounds in the history of the draft. So, he takes a lot of unnecessary sacks, and I wonder if it's due to the height. Like when there's pressure around him, he just can't see over some of the you know the the, the rushers, and he can't see the guys down the field. So if you're gonna take a bunch of sacks, and I don't know if he's gonna be able to throw down the middle of the field, I can see how teams would get worried, and I can see how somebody like Baker Mayfield, who 
I don't want to say flamed out in the NFL because that's not the right word, but had his struggles the, the last couple of years would worry teams with how like is oh, do we really want to be investing into a, a pretty small quarterback? I don't know. Do you really think that any of Baker Mayfield's struggles have come from like height related issues though? Like that's where I'm, I'm looking. He does get a lot saying, of, pa- he does get a lot of passes knocked down, you know, at the line of scrimmage. Do you the, think that's the, the center of his issue? In the I think NFL it's a part level? of it. I think it's a small part of it. It's small part of it. So I'm, I'm willing to, to look past that. Sam, how though the, the pressure issues um, definitely, like you mentioned, can throw from a clean pocket. Sam, how ranked, 13th in terms of total pressure seen this year. Um, And I think the more interesting and more telling fact here is just, you know, from a, uh, you know, PFF, they're able to go back. They chart every play. They uh, have a system where they can grade sort of who's responsible for those pressures. Obviously, uh, you know, they say uh, sacks or a quarterback stat. Um, Not all pressures are obviously if you have Mm -hmm. a, a, you know, a liable offensive line, um, you know, but looking at Sam Howell, he was graded with uh, 27% of his pressures were attributed to him. Um, and that ranked top 10 among quarterbacks in the FBS. So definitely something to be concerned about, but I think, you know, the, the traits that he has in terms of, you know, he is, mobile enough to scramble outside of the pocket. We've seen him be able to make those plays. Um, I, I think he's got the tools that if he falls in line with a suitable coaching staff, that can like sort of fine tune some of those things. Like I'm, I'm willing to look past the height so because let me ask you this. Okay. Do you want him to go to the Steelers? Cause I feel um, like that's a bet. That's a bad fit for everybody. He's on a he's on a bad offensive line with I don't think a great offensive coaching staff. I think he would take a million sacks there. I'm not I'm not as convinced. Um, yeah. So like the the interesting thing about Sam Howell is, uh, you know, if you're worried about him taking sacks behind this offensive line, they did make some upgrades at offensive line this year, so that is a plus. But um, you know, they still have some uh, room to make growth in the actual NFL draft. Let's not forget about that. Obviously we're presuming their first round pick as a quarterback, but uh, for, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they were able to design an offense where uh, just based on Ben Roethlisberger, not to say that I want them to employ this offense with Sam Howell, but they were able to take this entire offense and sort of build it around not allowing Ben Roethlisberger to take sacks and take hits. Uh, was it a good offense? No. Do I want to ever see that offense again? No. But I do think that uh, Sam Howell's mobility, uh, as opposed to Ben Roethlisberger's, does give you more flexibility. The same way that Mitch Trubisky's, fle- uh, you know, mobility gives you more flexibility because you're not necessarily as pressured to get the ball out quite as quickly. And that was, that was the big problem with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger is sure. the pressure to get the ball out fast, the lack of play development downfield. Um, you know, you've got two really fantastic wide receivers in Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, but 
if they don't have time to run their routes and develop uh, the plays, they're not being used to their full potential. I think Sam Howell gives you more of that flexibility than than Roethlisberger does, and he's got a big arm. All right, so let's talk comps here. Who, who do you see as like the most likely outcome for Sam Howell? Like, is it Jalen Hurts because Hurts is a little bit bigger with big time production in the Hertz SEC? Hurts is more athletic. Like Okay. Do you, do you like the Baker comp? I do. Um, like I would say the, the comp that I wrote down is uh, Baker Mayfield, but slightly more athletic with, uh, you know, scrambling likings okay. of okay. Russell Wilson. Okay. Does that get and you excited that- to draft him? Yeah, I, I love okay, Baker that, Mayfield. That's all I needed here. That's fine. Um, I, 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 we're going to differ on this one because I I see him, and this isn't a perfect comp, but in the same tier of prospect as like Drew Locke a couple of years ago. Like a guy that has a lot of talent, played that Locke played in the SEC, big arm, but I don't see a quick release. I don't see somebody who processes things fast. I, th- I see somebody with very questionable decision-making. And if he goes in the second round, I'm not going to love it. I'm just not. Sorry. I don't mean to be a jerk. It's just the way I see it. I I think that's fine. I I like uh I, I like the big playability. Okay. I like the fact that he's he's mobile enough to navigate a pocket. All of those concerns about like taking pressures, generating his own pressures. I do think that those th- are things that, you know, when uh coached appropriately and like I, I think those are things that you can fine tune uh the the baker mayfield concerns with height i'm not i like i don't think that baker mayfield's uh production has been a product of his height and that's i don't think like, it's helped though i don't i don't it, maybe it hasn't helped but like i mean uh, did uh did height help brock osweiler no, no, or maybe no, it, it did, and we just didn't really see the truth. <laughs> maybe he was so bad. If he was six story. foot, he wouldn't even played college football. No, I just, I think it's one of those things that concerns you a little bit. It's not the reason to take him off your board or anything, because we have seen smaller quarterbacks do well. It's just you do wonder, okay, how is you know if he gets in the NFL and he plays behind a big offensive line, can he play under center? Is he going to be able to see the tight end twenty five yards down the middle of the field? I don't know. So just a question. Uh, Kate, I want to talk about his value in dynasty leagues right now. I think people have a pretty good idea where we stand on Hal as the player. Uh, but let's talk about his his overall value. But before we do that, let's tell you about Built Bar. This time of year, almost everybody has given up on their New Year's resolutions, but not us. We are sticking to ours to, to eat better thanks to Built Bar. Built Bars are just absolutely fantastic, covered in 100% real chocolate. With most Bilt Bars only containing 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17, yes, 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your average candy bar that has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Plus, they've got so many great flavors, including mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and the new flavor this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, okay. Currently on Dynasty League Football, Sam Howell is quarterback five behind Malik Willis, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett. 
Does that feel right for you, or would you like to see him a little bit higher? I mean, I'd I'd probably uh, I, I'd take him as the second quarterback in mm. my fantasy leagues. So let me let me break this down a little bit because I'm I, I'm actually a little bit floored uh, by the 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 ranking here but even it's reflected in the adp too we get a we've got a a round of average draft position results from uh dynasty league football they've started doing their rookie mock drafts and sam howell is being taken as the quarterback five so that seems to be the consensus but um going 33 overall in single quarterback leagues and that just feels that feels low to me the fact that uh, we're we're seeing this guy being drafted behind Kenny Pickett. Uh, kind of blows my mind because I do think that we're we're seeing uh, in Sam Howell the upside of a rushing quarterback and the upside of a guy who is able to uh, scramble and extend plays. I don't but disagree. With I do you think there. his arm is pretty safe too. I think you're getting like the best of both worlds here. He's not the athlete that maybe Desmond Ritter is. But I think overall, he's probably one of the more well-balanced prospects in this entire field. Feels pretty safe. Um, and like when we're talking about quarterback ushing, or upside, it in fantasy, it all comes back to the rushing ability. And we've already seen the production from him. So why is he being drafted as the fifth quarterback off the board? So let's let's talk about Kenny Pickett because I think this is a really interesting discussion because it's upside versus floor. Because I think when both quarterbacks are starting in the NFL, I think Hal has a far better upside, right? Because I do think he's probably going to get 30 rushing yards a game. He's going to be maybe a good red zone quarterback. It's just three years from now, is Hal a guaranteed starter? Or I think Pickett is. I think Pickett's going to be a very average NFL starter. But that has value, right? If you are Ryan Tannehill or let's say Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins – I mean, and you stick around for 10 years and you're a borderline QB1 or mid-leveling quarterback too, that has a lot of value compared to a guy that maybe is not a starting quarterback. I think that's where dynasty players are kind of factoring in the risk here, right? See, I think Kenny Pickett as a starter has similar risks. Like I I think, you know, when we're considering things like, uh, you know, even just overall draft position in the NFL – a lot of these NFL teams, they're not just grading on the prospect now. Like that's uh, obviously that's the reason why we're seeing Malik Willis go as high. I think Sam Howell's upside is much higher than that of Kenny Pickett. And I don't think the floor is, is really anything, uh, you know, it, it's negligible. Uh, and okay. I mean, you want to talk about there. Sam Howell's height. That's fine. Then let's talk about Kenny Pickett's hands. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that as well. Uh, Desmond Ritter. I, I like Ritter quite a bit. I would take Ritter over Hal. Um, obviously, you would rather have Hal. Uh, what is it about Hal that makes you so much more excited than Ritter? I, I think I just trust him more as a passer. And I think that I feel much safer about his floor as a passer at the NFL level. And I think you get the rushing upside as well. So while you don't get the flashiness necessarily as um, of – Ritter is the athlete because he's definitely the better athlete among the two. Um, I I think, you know, I'm just going to take the the safeness of Howell as a passer. He's got a big arm. I I just think with the right 
surrounding cast, he kind of comes out to be a really even keeled prospect and a pretty safe one at that. If you have him in the right system, I, I think there's a lot of upside. All right. Let's talk about where he ranks among all quarterbacks right now. So, uh, let me ask you this. I'm going to give you some names. You tell me who you would rather have. Okay. This is before the draft and obviously where he gets drafted and where he gets drafted will be important. But, uh, Tom Brady, quarterback 22. Would you rather have Sam Howell? Yep. Okay. Ryan Tannehill, quarterback 21. Sam Howell. All right. Kirk Cousins, quarterback 20. I think Kirk Cousins is, uh, a bit undervalued there. I'll say that. Um, but uh, I'll still take uh, what I think is the upside of Sam Howell as a rusher. Okay. Uh, let's keep going. Mac Jones, quarterback 18. Sam Howell, easily. Zach Wilson, quarterback 17. I'll take Zach Wilson. Okay. Tua, quarterback 16. Tua. So you, you've got Howell somewhere between 18 and 20, just kind of depending on the names, right? Which is fine. You, I mean, that's a low-end quarterback too and you're banking on the rushing upside right and but and that comes the like that comes before knowing landing spot and knowing sort of what what we're in stock for like i mean zach wilson the the tiebreaker there is the fact that zach wilson at least has some draft capital to him yeah whereas we don't know that for we don't know that for any of these quarterbacks. Uh, we don't so know if, how if how went like if how went nine to Seattle, would you boast them up ahead of Wilson? Yes. Yeah, I think that's important. I I don't know that I would, but I do think the earlier he goes, the obviously the, the higher he should be in your quarterback rankings, just because he's going to get more opportunities, right? If he goes forty second to the Colts, I think I'm probably a little bit more down on him, right? Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, it, it comes down, I think, to what you said in terms of uh, the the higher the draft capital, the more opportunities you're just generally going to see, um, and maybe the the longer the leash will be. But I, I think he's got all of the tools uh, to, you know, be a fringe quarterback one in the NFL. Mm. Maybe what takes the the hit in terms of dynasty value is the questions about, it, you know, what is his NFL career going to look like. That's where his dynasty value takes the biggest hit for me. But in terms of a, like if we're in a super flex league, I think he's got to be one of the best values out there. Um, You know, because people are willing to pay up for literally any quarterback. And I think it's really hard to find a quarterback with that kind of rushing upside, even if you're renting it for two or three years, which has been the concern for Jalen Hurts. And he's the quarterback 13. I actually hope that Hal goes late first round, early second round to a team that can sit him for a year and you can gain a lot of value, right? And if he can go to, let's use the Colts for an example, and he sits behind Matt Ryan for two years, um, that's where I think the value will be, where he can learn, he doesn't have to play right away. All of a sudden now he's quarterback 26, 27 in Dynasty Leagues. That's where I see a value. I, I don't know that I'm interested in him as quarterback 16, quarterback 17. If he goes to a a bad team like Seattle or Atlanta where he's going to be forced to play right away. I think that's fair. I, I, yeah. By the way, I don't have, did I I change your mind at all? No, uh, no, but that's okay. I I have him. (laughs) I have him as like quarterback 23 quarterback 24 and it's uh, still fluid, right? I think, 
I think landing spots going to matter a lot with him. I think he's more landing spot dependent than some of the other quarterbacks in this class. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, agree to disagree. Yeah. Well, that was a fun last show that we'll ever do together. So <laughs> <laughs> bye. Yeah. Well, we just, that was the first time we got into a, a good argument in a while. So it was, it was yeah. So, all right. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, let us know what you think of Sam Howell and where he should be ranked among the quarterbacks right now, not only just in the rookie class, uh, but among all quarterbacks in your dynasty leagues, follow the show on uh, YouTube. Locked on Dynasty. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked on Dynasty. You can follow Kate at FF Ball Blast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you guys back here on Monday.